Welcome to the Trades Podcast, a podcast about the business of home improvement and promoting the trades to young adults. Check it out right here, ladies and gentlemen. We are here at the BBB Podcast Studios, the Ignite Studios right here in uh, beautiful San Diego, California. My name is Danny. And I'm Jeff Mudd. And it's a wonderful day right here. We do have our awesome guest. His name is Brad Weber, and he is the owner and operator of the local Umbrella, umbrella Media. Brad, how you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me this morning. That's great. Yeah. See you guys. It's a very special one. You know, we got you here on a Monday. Uh, usually we're recording on a Thursdays, and we got more people, but you are our only guest today, and first, we're so happy to have you first. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, glad to have you here. Um, if you could, yeah, introduce yourself into the trades podcast world and our uh, audience out here to let us uh, let them know exactly who you are and uh, Local Umbrella Media is. Yeah, like I said, my name is Brad Weber. I live here in San Diego, and it's Local Umbrella Media. And as the name implies, we are a media company. We do lots of different things. We do uh, everything from print and direct mail to social media to SEO and everything else. Um, but our primary, my background is in print. Print. I've been in print for since the '80s and uh, direct mail since the '80s. Always, always like that. Uh, that was well before the internet and before social media and those types of things. But I always thought uh, you know the postal system at the time was a great value. You get a lot, a lot in a mailbox for um, if you did it right for a, a great value. And, and uh, if you do it right, uh, people read and they see see businesses and in, in the the local community that they can that we can promote and uh, a lot of that stuff even though it's changed over the years technology and things it still works and it's actually some of it's better than ever yeah, absolutely brad i mean working with some different contractors in town i've seen the change that people have like gone away from print thinking everything's digital everything's you know yeah. on the website and what they're finding is when you go back to print you stand out yeah yeah, you know, yeah. Go to your mailbox is, now, yeah. and and uh, you know when I started back in the '80s, Jeff. You know, you're not as old as me, but uh, we've been around for a while, and, and you had to do something really, really outstanding because you go to your mailbox, you had cards and letters and newspapers and mag. You know, you had everything. There were 20 things every day you you got in your mail. You don't have that anymore. Now you go to your mailbox, and sometimes there's nothing. And so if we can give them something in the mailbox that's attractive, um, it's you don't have to stand out so much because you're all alone. So, like you said, a lot of people have forgotten about it. Yeah, and it's it's and it's personally, I I don't know, maybe it's the age thing, but I like holding something in my hand and reading. Yeah, not, well, not, and not the tablet, you know. Yeah, the the older the the older you get, the more that's true and relevant even though even i call them the kids even though the kids you know when they get these things in the mail we do these local publications and it's like it's like almost like vinyl records or something what is this have we never seen this before but it's kind of cool you yeah. know so yeah no and, and i mean i can i can definitely attest to that too where i mean like you mentioned jeff the the physically the physical part of having something in your hand um it's you know now it's usually just your phone where you pull up and you're like oh here's a coupon or um, oh, I saw this online. This is our. This is exactly what it is that we are coming in here for, and and all that. But I mean, the actual physical part of it, mm -hmm. I still enjoy that too. I mean, I don't know. If I, maybe I'm just a, 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 a I, I, you know, a, a traditionalist in that part of you know seeing things coming through the mail and wanting to uh, take it to the actual storefront or the the the, the, the business to get get that discount or I, whatever I think it might there's be. Something about the, the smell of paper 
That too, my, yeah. My son's almost as young as you, Danny, and he still likes to buy books at the thrift store or, yeah. and read books. Yeah, yeah. And hold well, them. books is a great example because when you know when Kindle and all those online books came out, they said you know no one's ever going to buy a book again. They just don't do it. But they just, there's new independent bookstores opening up every day now. It's it's kind of uh, yeah, people still like the experience. So it's just a different thing. We you know in marketing we say you've got you've got to do social media. You've got to have a mm. website. You've got to have a presence out there because yes. it's kind of like an address. You have to be there. But uh, you can't just rely on that because there, everybody else does that. It's yeah, like a, it's like a ticket to a party with no no admission. Everybody's going to have a website and have a Facebook account and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Who's in print? That's kind of a, that's like a ticket to a special event, a, a five hundred dollar ticket that you're going to find people that you really. Who are these people? Why did they show up there? They must be somebody. So print gives that when it's done right gives the air of authority and it makes it does make uh everything else work better Mm -hmm. so if you're doing your job with social media and all the other things that you do and running a great business print will give you that that oh i saw them there too i didn't see anybody else there so and it lasts a little bit longer than a screenshot we have we have some we deal with lots of real estate agents and and uh and home improvement people, but we've had some stories where people three or four years. I just had a tree guy. I, I, my wife bought these big trees, and this these big floods we had, you know, not floods, but the rainstorms we have, which are unusual in San Diego. My trees got loose, and they these big tall trees started leaning. So I called my tree guy, mm-hmm. and he says, "God, Brad, I've, I've been, I've been meaning to call you. You know, I got a, I got this nine thousand dollar tree job three years after the article came out." The, the lady still had the still had the paper there because she read yeah. the article. It was a good article. Again, you have to be, you know, we're going to write articles about people, but they have to be. It has to be a good business with an interesting story and and whatnot. But they do last. You, you're not going to get that longevity on online. Absolutely. Can so. you clarify that a little bit more, Brad? Sure. You write articles about businesses. Yeah. And yeah. Put we, it, and put it in print. We do. We don't. We mail postcards and things like that. And like I said, we deal with lots of real estate agent, and that's very t- you. Everybody, I think, gets a postcard now and then from a real estate agent, and, and they do work. They're expensive to mail out, but most people, they call it the mailbox moment. In the mailbox moment, everyone does it. You go to your mailbox, you go inside, you go to the trash can, you throw away the crap basically and keep the rest. So what we do is we create um, local information interesting information about readers we try and make it very hyper local so whether you live in la mesa or la jolla or whatever we make the the information local because people you know they they, they're more in tune with their their neighborhood and their community and that type of thing and we make it pretty and then we put articles about uh, we put advertising too but we put articles about local businesses as long as they have a good story to tell and um it it makes it memorable creates authority it creates uh long-term you know um it's memorable more so than online. So, yeah, so kinda, it has a reason to stay on the coffee table. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed yep. to. Yeah. It's online. But and I don't need that. Exactly. Round file. And my wife always tell you know, I've, I've got, uh, when I get too busy, I get too many things going, which is common. She said, Brad, you got too many tabs <laughs> open. And it's a metaphor for, but it's true too. I've got tabs on my computer. If I see something interesting, I I'm looking for the next best thing, and I go on and on and on. Print kind of stays with you, you know, as long as it's, it doesn't have to be that next best thing. It can just be something good and quality and interesting, and uh, it's easier to go back to when you're not on your phone. I mean, everyone says people are on their phone all the time, which is true, but when I'm on the phone, I'm not really looking for advertising. I'm, I'm texting 
Danny to see where he is, or I'm, you know, I'm calling you, or yeah. I'm, I'm uh, looking for something I need, and and it's it's a great tool for all those things, but um, it's unless it's top of mind, you've, you've kind of forgotten because you're calling the next person or texting their next person or looking for the next thing, and what you just saw five minutes ago is completely out of mind. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, that's absolutely super common. I mean, you know, when you're on social media or if you're on, uh, on your phone just constantly, but that physical part of having a print, uh, it goes, it definitely does go a long way for sure. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, you mentioned obviously the unique stories that, that you try to fit into the, uh, into your papers and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's subject to each, uh, like cat, I would say the communities within San Diego's right now is what the area that you're covering, right? Well, we, we do it on all over the country. You okay. know, we do publications in New York and Virginia and mm-hmm. gosh, I can't think of a bunch of other places. I'm here in San Diego right? and I, I, I was just a printer. Basically I started in, in the, the coupon, like you might get one free magazine comes out with all the coupons. That was my background. I did that for years and years and then uh, kind of got bored with it and kind of, I, I, I bought a little business or one was, I kind of inherited this business with a great deal and I wanted to promote it here in San Diego about seven years ago. And uh, there was no publication that covered my local market because it was a very local business. And everyone else covered, you know, San Diego Magazine or Union Tribune covered all the county, and I didn't need that reach. So I ended up finding a defunct little newspaper in North Park, and they did kind of exactly what I wanted them to do. I just covered my area, you know, a mm-hmm. few thousand homes right around my location. It was like a UPS store. Mm-hmm. And um, so it got me back into the local publishing uh, world, and then we kind of created because there's always, you know, people are always interested in their neighbors and their community, especially the, you know, we only reach people where I, I like to say we we only go where people to places where people love where they live and they're proud of it. So we don't go to people. There are places that people hate living there, and they're going to move soon as soon as they can get out of this neighborhood. So we go to the nice La Jolla and Kensington and all these beautiful little neighborhoods that Mm -hmm. people are proud of it. So they want to retain that pride, and we just kind of celebrate, you know, aren't we lucky to live here? Let's What's happening in the neighborhood? What are the local businesses that that, uh, we should support or a new business down the road? In the construction industry, those people normally have expensive homes, so there's Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff to fix. You know, they need roofs and floors and electrical repairs and solar and all those kinds of things. So by reaching those homes, that's how we can help the, the, the construction and trade industry um, because we're reaching affluent, mostly single-family homeowners um, who have money to spend and, and work on improving their homes and keeping them nice. So we just try, try to celebrate that. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's all, let's all keep doing that. Your neighbors are. And so we promote you know, doing all those things. Well, and especially where, where contractors may want to be working at also. Yeah. Where, yeah, the, like where, where there is constant work and the type of work that they really want to be uh, more gravita- gravitated towards right. to really um, work with those type of customers and uh, that the community that are, is a little bit more engaging where they're going to be more prone to talk to their neighbor about it, their family member about it. Um, and obviously if they saw you through, uh, any of your publications, then, you know, just another sense of, you know, they are part of our community also, whether they, that contractor lives there or has their office there or not, but they're, you know, they're pushing their, their, their services into your publications in in front of their eyes to push it towards the rest of the community. Right. If they've, if, if, if you've put windows in a home in, in Kensington, one of these beautiful neighborhoods, Mm -hmm. you know, 
you're, you're part of the community now because you've, su- you've supported and helped a person in the community. So they're going to tell their friends and other people are going to see it. So I don't know if I said that very well, but yeah, you're right, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> Word of mouth there. Yeah. Well, I just remember something too, Brad. You've had uh, Sarah with uh, Legion's Heating and Air. Yes. In yep. your publication. Yeah. She, she's, she was, what, our first uh, guest on the show? She was our first guest, yeah. yeah. Sarah. Well, Sarah. She's got a great lady and amazing story. She has a story, you know, her story of her dad owning the business and she took it over as a woman-owned yes. business. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a really good example of a typical type of thing that – you know, not, you know, you have to create that, you know, a, a, a way for people to, to read and consume that story. Yeah. You print is a great way to do it. 30 second, uh, uh, TV or yeah. Facebook post. Or I mean, you can do that, but it's going to take a lot of, a lot of repetition, that type of thing. But the, the print is kind of something you can hang your hat on and walk around and then you can walk around. It's kind of a calling card too. I mean, you can leave people when you go to a job, when you're quoting a job or, uh, finishing a job, you can leave them a business card or a flyer about your business, but if you leave them an article mm-hmm. written in a in a publication, you have that third party verification. Like, oh, by the way, you know, here's why. Here's another reason why we're so good. Mm-hmm. Read this article. It was written. And people, again, we're local publications. We're not the New York Times or the USA Today if they're still around or whatever. But people kind of um, consumers don't don't notice that much. If you're if you're written up in print, you're kind of someone special, mm-hmm. and everybody knows you can get a Facebook post. You know. Every, right. The consumers know that, you know, they're getting 10 hundreds of messages every day from local right. businesses saying, Hey, we did great or whatnot. But, uh, it's that, you know, it's, it's, it's that special, um, place in their, in their physically and in their mind that this person's special because they've been written up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of credibility to the story that you're trying yeah. to. Yeah. We uh, call it authority marketing gives you authority. Somebody yeah, else doesn't marketing. have and you know you have to again you have to be a good business you have to you have to have a story to tell but most businesses have a story to tell i mean you guys have had people on here you know everybody's got a story to tell right if you're in business so, you've good, got a story bad, yeah got yeah a story, that's yeah. For sure. yeah everybody started somewhere everybody uh has a different you know education background everyone has a different uh how they were raised background who they were raised with yeah. and how they got to the point where they yeah. are today so there's different levels. I mean, obviously, everybody doesn't have that unique story that everybody's going to start talking about. Mm-hmm. There are a few of those, and we've had some people on our covers and in our publications that have been picked up by other. And it's not that uncommon. They get picked up by other media. The other media searches that, and obviously Google searches that stuff, and other people find it. And I had a restaurant in Normal Heights, I know, and she, she kind of had a really unique story um, that she got a lot of bad press. So we wrote a whole article about her and, and she was picked up by international. She said, geez, I got picked up. By, she kept sending me emails of someone else picked up the article okay. and ran it in their publication internationally. Now she was an ex pro tennis player from Argentina and she was beautiful. I mean, she had a very unique story and it was one of those, um, you know, emotional stories too. So not everybody's got that, but still it can happen because, yeah. and we've had many other uh, examples of people getting picked up by other media might be, you know, they get interviewed on a, on a podcast or, a, you know, the local news and things like that. When you yeah. pick up a story in print, because it's, who are these, again, same thing I've said before, who are these people? Why did they, why did they deserve to be in a publication? Right. So one of the reasons that me and Danny would Brad come in is we feel like people's story is changing. Yes. So in the trades podcast here, we promote the construction trades to young adults mm-hmm. and um, I think Brad is starting to see that in his customers. 
Yeah, I mean. So what they're looking for in telling their story, that's what we were talking about for the show, Brad. Yep, exactly. Uh, you know, in, in the old days, it was how do we get you more business? You yes. know, how do we get their name out there? How do we we'd run coupons or whatever to get, you know, get the phone ring and get people to come in? Uh, it's still that way. I mean, we're still, that's really the our job. But uh, the construction industry especially is looking to promote other things like they're, they're trying to get help. You know, they're, they're, a lot of them are really busy and is that we don't, we don't need more business. We always want to get our name out there and get more business and, mm-hmm. you know, build up jobs down the road, even if we can't do them right away, but we really need people to do these jobs, good qualified people. So we need to promote, you know, again, the story why you're different, not only as a, you know, a construction company, why you're going to do a good job. But if you want to work somewhere, why you should work for us. So what's the company culture? What's the training? What's, what's the other things you do so they can attract talent. And that always uh, also um, transfers to the consumer. You know, when a consumer uh, reads that and this company is looking for really qualified people, here's the person they're looking for. Well, that's the person I want doing my floors or doing my roof or whatever it is. So it works. It kind of covers both ends of it. Absolutely. I mean, we're all used to going into a restaurant and as you open the door, you see that help wanted sign as you're opening the door and it's like, well, do we have enough uh, staff to service our food and get it cooked correctly? Got it. The same thing in the construction industry. If you're dealing with a reputable contractor, you know, you want to know that they um, have enough staff, construction workers to do the job in a quality fashion, good timeline, be able to. So contractors are telling that story more and more. Yep. I, what I'm seeing is Absolutely. how they're doing it. And what Brad is bringing in is another avenue for contractors, home improvement people, to tell that story about why it's a good place for them to work. Right. You know, in construction, these people are in our homes. You know, yes. I have a home. Uh, I've had people come in and it's like, why did, why did I... Let sign that contract and let that person in my home to do this. I didn't like them. They left it dirty. They did a lousy job, obviously. That's, you know, and I think everyone's had that experience. So if you can promote to homeowners why you're hiring the right kind of people, because these are the people we're going to put in your home when we do the work for you, that just adds another level of credibility and authority and comfort and desire and all those good things that you, you try and get when you put a message out to to. to to your target market. Absolutely. It's uh, another media of building trust and um, a reputation of your company. Yep, exactly. Yeah, we're seeing a lot more of that. Yeah. Lots of people are looking for help, Yeah, which it, is why you guys are here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's exactly our goal. You know, that, that is absolutely our goal to, you know, one, promote, you know, the, the story behind these, uh, a lot of the owners of these construction companies, mm-hmm. home improvement companies, businesses uh, like yourself. I mean, you know, one thing is always building credibility. And I think one thing that I think through your publications and what local umbrella media has been able to do and through anybody that wants to advertise and be able to put their name out there and want to be known a little bit more is because they see the value of putting out more or putting out money aside from reinvesting it into the business as in we want to pull some more credibility because if we are spending money on uh, the quality of work that we are already providing for the community and we promote it out onto local umbrella media mm-hmm. and in the different publications. Um, it, for me as a consumer, I would see that as a little bit higher credibility of someone's actually looking to push their business out onto in front of someone's eyes. Yep. 
And on that part, I think it's important for any of uh, anybody that's out there running a construction company or in the back end of looking to find out different ways of marketing and all that is definitely uh, publications like yourself that you put out there for mm-hmm. in the community because it, it just adds another credibility p- a point to that where you're just listen you're looking at the uh, papers that are sent out and to the homes to the businesses that people can pick this up and they see the value of 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 a company paying into the publication for yourself and exactly. being able to see that value so yeah. i always say i have a, i have a you know i have a home and i have a wife and we're of age and, you know she's got a great job and she likes to she likes to buy stuff for the house and mm-hmm. keep it beautiful and all that kind of stuff. So I have a focus group right in my, right in my home, you know, <laughs> so I watch what she buys and sometimes I scream and yell at her, why did you call those people? Well, they sent me a post, you know, they keep sending me these postcards every month. So she assumes they're good. So that's traditional advertising, you know, repetition mm-hmm. breeds reputation and all that kind of stuff. Now, some of the ones she buys, I, I have to stop her and say, wait, don't, I know, you know, they're, they're it's just a marketing machine. So we, while we love to get money for advertising, we love to, we love to have good experiences from, from our readers too. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's where we, but it, it works, you know, uh, obviously some people do a terrible job and spend a, tons of money on marketing and run very profitable businesses, maybe in the wrong way, but mm-hmm. it does work and not everybody can afford to do those things every, every, every month. That's where the story and the detail and right. that type of thing um, comes into your reputation, why it works so well. And that's what I think would definitely separate your publications from, you know, just those direct mail marketing companies uh, that are just sending postcards yeah. and on a constant basis where, yeah, it just gets in front of their eyes, but um, how do they really know who that person that's doing the work for them um, and, you know, building that trust, I think that's a huge thing yeah. that we've been able I, to. I call it here I am marketing versus there you are marketing. And here I am is the traditional where I'm, I'm Danny, I'm the greatest, you know, roofer or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, all the time you're hearing about them. Yeah. Whereas the other part is maybe it's a story about the community and how we, we help this homeowner build this house and, maybe we did something for a nonprofit or whatever. Yeah. So it kind of creates a story and gives them information about the things they're interested in. Obviously you're promoting yourself. Um, I'm the person that happened to do this, but it's not the in your face, um, you know, Oh, look at me. I'm great type mm-hmm. of thing. And we do though. I mean, we still do postcards because they do work and we're not anti postcard, but I sure like the, what we do with the stories a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the readers and communities love it too. I mean, obviously, it's been super successful. Like you have it in um, in different areas of the country, nationwide. We do, yeah, and we do several different areas in San Diego, almost thirty areas in San Diego. So, w- one of our sayings is: the smaller you get, the smaller your focus, the more people care. So, if you live in a Kensington or a, hopefully everybody knows where that is, but I keep saying that because that's my old neighborhood. But let's say a La Jolla Village, you know, it's a beautiful place, or a Del Mar. Or, or somewhere Rancho Santa Fe. Right. I mean, if you live there, you're kind of proud of it. You, you you take ownership in that. So if you talk about Rancho Santa Fe or Del Mar or something versus talking about San Diego or whatnot, so that's why we put the name of the publication on the cover. We put some information about it, and we kind of, um, you know, we try and make it focus down to almost a family level um, because that's where people you're, get you're, emotional you're and take ownership. neighborhood focused. I'll use yeah. Poway as an example here yeah. in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Poway is a very big city and yep. quite diverse in right. its type of uh, residence, housing, Got commercial. It. Yeah, 
there's yeah. lots of little neighborhoods within Poway. Within that, Poway, yeah. That unless you live in Poway, you're not going to know about them. Exactly. But when you ask people where they live, do I live in, uh, you know, I should know, I know Poway well enough to come up with the actual communities, but I can't. But I'll just say, you know, Singing Hills or whatever. That's actually in Mesa. But, you know, do you live in that area yeah. of Poway or do you live in Poway? Because there's places, I live in El Cajon, you know, and El Cajon has a reputation of, uh, it's it's okay, but you know, live in the Mount Helix area. So out there, we call it. You know, we're going to call it the Mount Helix edition. Yeah, or because yeah. people yeah. Or gravitate towards La Mesa. Yeah, or well, you can't <laughs> say La Mesa if you're in El Cajon, but yeah. we do La Mesa. But even La Mesa, we do La Mesa Village, and we can do a, you know um, other parts of La Mesa. So down to a community level, because that's where people feel special. You know, yes. we lo- we'd love to do a story about every single person. And part of what I, you know, we share a lot of the content. A lot of the people in La Mesa get the same information as the people in Del Mar if it's relevant. But it's like writing a book and putting a different cover on it. If you, if you say, this is Jeff's book, it can be the same thing as Danny's book. But if I put your name on the cover of yours and your name on the cover of yours, you're going to, you're going to not throw it away, right? Because it's Absolutely. Jeff's book, i got to read it. So that's Absolutely. kind of our... Our niche is we try and make it very, very small to these little communities, put the title on, of the cover, and that way people read it. And as long as it's relevant, it doesn't have to be about that community. That's why a construction industry person can be can become local, even if, if they don't live in that community or work in that community. I've seen uh, several of the publications Brad has put out, and they are very hyper-focused, and they really shine the light on the person that he's highlighting Thanks. in a very positive way um, and allows them to tell their story, allows them to highlight. And one of the things that I think I've been talking with Brad about is they're really what they're trying to highlight is changing mm-hmm. in the construction trades and their opportunity for advancement, the culture, things like that, and are becoming more and more um, I'm not going to just say important to a home improvement contractor, Mm -hmm. but they're becoming more and more that they need to talk about them, need to highlight them, clarify them to potential uh, uh, future employees. Right. Even the current employees sometimes. Like we we have this culture, but nobody's really defined what their values are or talked about them. Well, that's a great point. That's a great point about the current current employees and you know hospitals are really good about this sometimes they'll they'll feature a nurse you know yeah. mm-hmm. they, they won't put it don't they don't put an ad about the hospital they'll say this is one of our nurses and here's what she did or whatever that helps my wife's a nurse so that's why i use that example okay. that helps all the employees say geez that's cool they think about us they're promoting us they care about us so you can do that with almost any industry we do a lot with realtors where they'll focus on a certain agent or you know the whole agency gets a lot of credibility because that agent got celebrated and it can work in a, you know, your top employee or maybe your employee, you know, work for Habitat for Humanity or something like that. So you yeah. can promote your community through employing your, empl- promoting your employees. Yeah. Sorry. And um, that's going to create that culture. Geez, we want to work here because they care about us and everybody else kind of knows how good we are. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's not so much highlighting like in the real estate thing, oh, a top salesperson. Right. You know, that's always a good thing to be recognized for uh, attaining a, a high s- ranking in sales. But there's other things that you have to do, let's say, as a real estate agent mm-hmm. or as a contractor or working in a hospital that allow you to highlight the good that you're doing right. for your community or Got for it. the place that you work at or your uh, clientele. Right. So 
Yeah, people, I think consumers all care about getting a good job at a decent price and all that stuff, but they, they care. And our, our publications, I will say that they're, they're highly female focused. We, we tend to, like I said, I have a focus group in my house. I mean, my <laughs> wife makes all those big decisions. She just tells me about it or, uh, you know, I buy cars and, you know, go to sporting events and golf and stuff like that, but everything <laughs> else, you know, she controls. So we want to talk to that person overall and and they're also the ones that that, that read the mail more you know mm-hmm. he gets a mail i don't get it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless i'm in the business but you know th- so we try and make it all you know kind of that community you know who are these people not only do they good a good job but are they people you would want you know want in your home like i said or want in your community and and uh are they are, are you kind of giving back are they reinvesting in the community that type of thing if i spend money with them where's that money going to go is it going to go back into my neighborhood or is it just going to go back to uh, you know a franchise back in North Carolina or New York or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's exactly why we wanted you on this podcast, Brad. And uh, I mean you just talked exactly. I mean everything that you you guys were just talking about right now about your analysis behind the scenes of you know, knowing what other publications have done or how they've um, other media, whether it's through TV, whether it's other commercials and being able to translate that into the stories to your publications is exactly what um, business owners may not be thinking about mm-hmm. what they may not know of how to spin a story or highlight an employee, highlight a certain service. Um, and I mean that that's why we have unique um you know, guests on on our podcast for that reason, because we need, we want to be able to expand the minds of what everybody right. may have not already thought about, or maybe thought about, but just doesn't know how to execute on it. Right. And that's why you're in the industry. That's why you're the one doing it. And right. You've been doing it. You've, uh, uh, like you said, you, I think you, um, how long, remind 30, us how long you've been doing geez, it. I won't tell you how old I am, but uh, 35 years, almost 40 years. 30. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and, and that's, that's the beauty of it. Cause I mean, um, I don't know how many times you've been able to possibly sit down and talk about exactly the behind the scenes part mm-hmm. of, you know, but if everybody, we have Brad uh, being recorded right now too. So check it out on YouTube, of course. So once, once all this show goes out, mm-hmm. but when I, when I've, every, I've known you for a little over three mm-hmm. years now, and every time I've spoken with you, I see you're always analysis, you're, you're analyzing what the person's talking about, mm-hmm. especially what it was happening. That, like you ask, Oh, what did you do this weekend? Mm-hmm. You know, like just right before the, the show oh you yeah. know you had some some uh, some great weddings you know you had some great events and you know, open houses when I said the open house type of thing you know your mind was like oh like you know that I could see a story on that or something like <laughs> that's that. true there's a story you know every house has a story every person that every business has a story yeah you, know, you just got to dig into it a little bit and it's not that hard to do right and that's what people are interested in they're interested in people you know yeah people are interested in people and how they got where they got you know, why they're unique, that type of thing. So mm-hmm. we just try and highlight that. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, with you being uh, 35 years in the, in the industry and mm-hmm. in, in the business, um, what is one question that no one's ever asked you about and that, you know, that, that would intrigue you to kind of let everybody know about the industry? Gosh, one question nobody's ever asked me about. Um, You've been itching to talk about. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's a tough one, Danny. I don't know if I can answer that <laughs> one. Right now. Put me on the spot. I'm not sure. Honestly, not sure. Yeah, I mean, pro- uh, I'm sure I'll think about it. As soon as or I even if it's it. a story, you know, something that that could definitely uh, um, let everybody know, you know, the reason why you're doing it. You know, 
of or the reason why you've always stuck with it. Obviously, thirty five yeah, years the, you love the, something about it. The reason it. why I'm doing it, honestly, is I'm a, I'm I can, I grew up in a really small town, mm-hmm. middle of nowhere, eight hundred people, and I we we were always forgotten about. Kind of no one ever my my mom when she would see something written about our, on the TV about our town, it's like why don't they talk about us? Or <laughs> it's like well, mom, nothing happens here, right. but it does. You know, people like to be. Um, cared about and um so even these small community you know nobody talks about them anymore so that's why we that's why we do what we do uh number one and i love promoting local independent businesses i'm not against franchise i know a lot of the contractors here are franchising they're very successful and there's good ones and not so good ones but i'm my heart is into the the person that's doing a great job whether it's a you know a tile guy or a window guy or a roofer or whatever that just uh they're unique. They're special. They're a person. They've, they, they're grinding out there every day, learning, doing the best they can, trying to build their business. And it's not always about the big corporations that come in with, you know, you see, you see them on TV, you see them everywhere just because they got a lot of money to spend on marketing. I'm a big fan of marketing. I know it works and early, you know, um, but I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, I, I no. like the local guy. I uh, like that, a gal. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it says it in the name. It says it in, you know, yeah. where, you know, kind of like where it built off of from your mom. You know, everybody likes being recognized, right. you know, especially if, uh, you know, you're a part of the community, whether it's, you know, being out there volunteering and whatnot. But when you don't hear your 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 story or your town be recognized for certain things that they're doing, um, yeah, I, I've, I've definitely felt in that part before yeah. where and then finding a way to get the story delivered i mean that's kind of mm-hmm. what we do is is even if it is a great great story about jeff doing a great job i mean he can put it on social you know how those people in in del mar or rancho center if they hear about you well they've got lots of options but they've only got so many hours in a day so how are they ever going to find you and and uh, there's lots of ways to do it but they do when they see you in their mailbox in their living rooms and read about you it just uh, what we talked about before. It's memorable. It breaks yeah. breaks through the clutter. Yeah, yeah. And I think it tugs in the heartstrings of uh, what we are as people here in America. Yep. You know, it's the, the small guy helped build this country. Yeah. And you're still out and there promoting and highlighting the, the story of the small guys. Yeah, and it's uh, tougher right? than ever. It's just it gets tougher every day to be a local independent business owner trying to get your word out, and uh, so that's. That's the love of it. Obviously, we need to make money, and like everybody else, you got to stay in business. But I, w- I would love just to do nothing but help help the local guys starting up, and and it's doing a good job. Yeah, or, or I shouldn't say guy, local business people. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely on both sides. Everybody. I mean, that's what exactly what we've been promoting out recently is that you know this is not just for uh, one uh, one group of people. It's for everybody that yeah. can, that there's opportunities out there, and the the way to get your story out there is is endless social media your publications um and i'm sure you want more of those stories like the uh like the 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 girl that you were just mentioning earlier that you know she's getting picked up by other uh other publications absolutely the the more unique the story the better for everybody yeah you know there's not that many out there but uh like i said a few times everybody has something Mm -hmm. what is it we always ask people what's your unique you know selling proposition or what you know like what's the one thing people that set you apart from somebody else and everybody has it they have to dig sometimes and some people don't know what they are what it is but you've got to find it because that's the, why should people choose you over the 150 other choices they have you know yeah. so that's that's what we're trying to dig at and 
putting it into a, the context of a story, and then following up with ads. We always say do a story and then follow it up with reminders to remember that that person we wrote about yeah. because they will forget about you. I mean, it's still there's a lot of information that comes through every single day, so you've got a you do consistency. Uh, repetition does build reputation and it does work, but, um, you know, you've got to, got to get it out there. Yeah. Well, what a pleasure having you on Brad. I, uh, hope that, uh, some of our readers will find your services valuable. How can they read out, reach out to you? Uh, you can reach me, uh, my phone number, you can call me 619-300-1732. I'll be happy to talk to anybody when I have time. And, uh, my email address is Brad at localumbrella.com. Awesome. Yeah, perfect. And the website's the same thing, Local Umbrella. Local Umbrella. Uh, we have a few different ones, but that's one. Yeah, you can reach Local Umbrella. Through. That's yeah. always a great place to yeah. check it out. Yeah, we're we, going to share all that information for everybody okay. so they can uh, reach out to you. Uh, we'll have you out on all our platforms as well. So everybody make sure to, you know, pick Brad's brain. You know, <laughs> really, because um, if, if you don't think you don't have a story, I'm sure he'll find one for you. You know, you talk to him and he's going to sit down with you and really figure out exactly what's the best way and the best route to go on uh, what he can do through his business for your business. Um, you know, and, and right now um, it's just been amazing, again, just to sit down with you and talk to you more about your story and how you got into it and how you've been helping out the community. So. You're doing, uh, I would say you're doing God's work within <laughs> the community. Like you said, the story of just getting those small guys out there into the world and um, letting the community know that they're they're much bigger than just being small. So, yeah. And uh, for those contractors out there, um, this is a huge opportunity for, for you, I think, for anybody of, of them to uh, reach out to you and start getting their name out there a little bit more if they want to grow and look for, you know, high-quality employees look look for high quality people to reach out to them and look for jobs so yeah uh, this works really well in this industry that's one reason i'm here is it does work in in the construction industry it's it's one of our prime markets and uh so it's a good fit yeah Yeah. thank you brad thanks for having me yeah it's been awesome thanks again we've been uh recording here at the ignite bbb podcast studio we appreciate you everybody uh for listening in and this is the trades podcast and you can find us on the tradespodcast.com, Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, TikTok. You can find us all over. And soon to be, hopefully, on the uh, Local Umbrella uh, publications. Absolutely. All right. Thanks again, Brad. Okay. The Trades Podcast, I want to tell you about Sage IT Systems. I have personally met with Judy, who gave me the behind-the-scenes tour of how Sage IT Systems works and helps out their clients. They've been helping my construction company for a couple years with all the challenges of COVID, taking staff remote, server backup, everything a business needs from an IT company, Sage IT Systems has been doing for us. The support they're giving to the Trades Podcast is fantastic. I highly recommend Sage IT. If you need a review of your IT systems, please reach out to Judy. Her cell phone, 619-743-5870, or you can go to Sage dash it.com that's s-a-g-e dash it.com thank you so much for your support for the trades podcast